Welcome to episode 10 of That Classical Podcast. This week, Christmas. Lads, lasses, it's Christmas time. And today we are doing a Christmas time episode. Special Christmas episode! So hopefully we're going to play you some things that you will know and some things that you no, um, that that is our Christmas gift to um, you. To You're you. welcome. Um, and my Christmas gift to you, Christopher, oh. is a smattering of Christmas facts throughout oh, the episode. I'm not going to tell you what they are or when when they are. You're just going to hit me with a fact. Going to go. Every now and again. I'm just going to just going to just plop it on down like a terrible, <laughs> like a terrible Christmas <laughs> like present terrible... that you would plop down. <laughs> I don't want any That's Christmas presents what to what I was going to say. All right, um, listeners, we're going on a journey together of having terrible Christmas, Christmas times, facts thrown yeah. at us. Just get ready. Um, right. Do you know about a lad I like to call Tchaikovsky? I've heard of him. Oh. Um, I heard you... all about him in episode four of that oh, classical no, you podcast. Did. Yeah, I may have spent uh, at least 60 seconds talking about him. <laughs> um, but now I'm going to spend about 60 more um right. we're going to talk about the nutcracker again because it is quintessentially christmas I mean, isn't it's it? unbelievably i don't know anyone who who wouldn't associate that that ballet with christmas so it's, it makes <laughs> it's a sense. pretty sweeping statement um <laughs> i don't know anybody um yeah so um if anyone doesn't know already the nutcracker is a delightful story about a young girl who receives a nutcracker for christmas and mm-hmm. then uh, basically, it comes alive. The clock strikes midnight. Yeah. Mice flood into the room. Uh, um, what? No, that sounds gross. No, not like, gross. No, no, like no, sewer no, mice. no, 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 <laughs> not like the grotty mouse you like feel with your hand when you're looking for the rice in the cupboard. We mean like delightful mice. Although, like actually, at the same time, evil mice. Like they're rats. There's like a rat battle. A rat like, battle. A rat battle. <laughs> There's sewer mice who have a rat battle. Um, yeah, they have a rat battle. Okay. Um, I know it's, it's really like tense. The Nutcracker becomes man-sized, like okay. you and I, mainly you because <laughs> I'm five foot three. Um, and basically, long story short, Clara gets whisked away to like a magical world um, oh, where right. loads of people perform dances for her because it's nice. a ballet. Oh, of course, um, of course. And um, they all live happily ever after. Pretty much after some dances. <laughs> Sounds like a and great. And if you want a more detailed review, <laughs> I suggest you go and see it. Uh, it's Christmas after all. Um, so the the piece I'm going to play is called it, well, it's the March, and this is played when um, all the kids are sort of at the party. Um, this is before all the magical stuff happens. Okay, this and is they just bit. get a butt ton of presents. Uh, as much as a actual, whole butt like, ton. A bum load of presents. That's a lot of presents. It's a lot. And yeah, this is the kind of tune. And this, in my memory, it, I, I listened to this when I'm about five years old. Again. Lovely. And um, it's, it's lovely. So I hope you enjoy it. And yeah, let's have a listen. Thank you. 
lads, lads. I love it. Um, it's great, isn't it? It's, it's so, so joyful. It's one of those ones that, like, I knew way before I knew what it was, just because, like, yeah. it's ingrained in everyone's brain. Is like, it's time for Christmas. Exactly. It's Christmas. I now. just feel like it's a bit more. It's got a bit more oomph than than Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairy or like Dance of the Flowers. I love da- um, Waltz of the Flowers. Like, it is. What's that one again? Yeah. I think I know vaguely the piece you're on about, but I don't think that's a particularly <laughs> helpful representation of it. Um, yeah, no, th- those are really beautiful, but I think this one is just more fun. And um, it just makes just me super duper famous, really happy. Right? And I just, in terms of, should we actually talk about the music? <laughs> I just, I think everything fits together very, like, this sounds weird, but like pleasantly, like mm. pleasingly. Yeah. All the harmonies and stuff are just like spot on. Yeah. And I think honestly, because I heard that when I was so young, and I bet you did as well, mm. it really set the bar quite high for <laughs> classical music being catchy. Oh, classical music. Yeah, that's the, the classical thing. music being catchy. So often it's not, though. Exactly, like, yeah. and melodic. And so I think that's why everyone loves the Nutcrackers because it's got it's some good tunes you can whistle. catchy. <laughs> and sing very badly on classical <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> you are welcome. Ding dong, merrily on high. It is that classical podcast. Right, what's next, love? Next up is a slightly modern piece. I know. Get stop the out presses. of my house. <laughs> yeah, Chris has flipped the script and is doing a slightly wow. modern piece. Okay, nice. However. Okay. <laughs> um, as you know, my long-standing aversion to anything new or innovative, yes. it has to be super yes. old classical music. Yes. So this is actually... Um, oh, it was written by a guy called... <laughs> don't worry, it's going to be great. Uh, it was written by a guy called Philip Stockford in okay. 2008. Yeah. And is a reworking of a traditional Christmas song called the Coventry Carol. Oh, Do you yes. Know it? Um, y- yes. No, it's, it's a famous <laughs> Christmas piece. It's yeah, lots it's of nice, know. nice. Yes, this is a piece I actually only really found this Christmas. Um, okay. And really got into it and really, really fell in love with it. Mm, really enjoyed it. Yes. Um, so the text of it is, it's a lullaby. But so it's a lullaby. So, you know, the whole Christmas story... Herod got really cross when he heard there was going to be new king of the Jews. So he was like, let's slaughter every let's infant in Bethlehem. Let's kill them kids, yeah. Let's kill all of them. Yeah. So the text of this song is a lullaby sung by the mothers of these doomed children. Wow. Yeah, happy wow. Christmas, everybody. Me- me- Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> but that's all like subtext on the surface. It just sounds like a beautiful lullaby. Delightful. Let's have a listen. Yeah.
not a cheery piece. Wow. It's I like... am blown away. That was really beautiful. <laughs> I actually find it quite comforting as a piece because it's sort of actually relatively simplistic and like harmonically and there's no sort of crazy rhythms or anything going on. No. Um, yeah, it's just really simple. And then with that sort of floating soprano line yeah. at the end, it's oh, just sort my of... Days. I, it took me a while to realise that um, they were singing like bye bye, like bye and bye, as opposed to like bye bye, bye bye little one, comforting the children rather like going away, um, rather than bye yeah, bye, Herod's like, about to kill you. Bye bye. Um, so after that was realised, um, it was a bit softer. No, I, <laughs> I actually thought that was really stunning, and I, I love that kind of piece. You know, I like the minimalist stuff, yeah. and um, I feel like it's, it's more kind of emotional that way yeah no i just thought it was gorgeous i've never heard of that before so thank you you're very welcome yeah cheers mate um did you know no it's time for facts <laughs> speaking of sad and strange facts um okay so um in the czech republic <laughs> yeah they enjoy um like christmas dinners of like fish soup eggs and carp right As around a table As imagine the table the number of people <laughs> I can imagine the table imagine, that's not the hard part the number of people around the table must be even or the one without a partner will die next year. <laughs> Whoa, what What if you're like a family of five, though? I know. It's like, you care, Carl. That also, seems unnecessary. It made me think about, like, Bridget Jones, and if Bridget Jones was set in the Czech Republic, like, the end of the film would basically be Bridget being murdered, or, like, I don't know, just Bridget being like, Bridget it's a shame Jones. you're Does going she... to die next year, Bridget. Does she have Christmas by herself? <laughs> no, but she always goes to, like, dinner parties on her own. Okay, so. right, good. Um, I got so... the Czech table reference, Bridget Jones flew just Bridget way over my Ravia, head. Bridget Jones head, but I'm sure our listeners enjoyed it, right? Classical podcast. Classical podcast. Classical podcast. What is the classical Righto, me again, mate. It's me again. I enjoyed talking about Christmas choral music so much. I enjoyed it. I decided we're going to do another unaccompanied choral oh, piece. Okay, <laughs> fine. That's great. What are you going to show us now? Right. If I tell you the name Morton Lauridsen, mm. just describe to me what you think a guy named Morton Lauridsen looks um, like. I okay. So I imagine him to be like the head of a group of gladiators in the Roman times. Um, he's wearing a toga. He has like big white hair. Um, is this who you had in mind? You've gone completely left field from what I was picturing, yeah. <laughs> so the answer I was expecting was like, oh, that's kind of a Scandi name. Is he a guy with like bushy hair and a big bushy beard? And then I would have been like, yes, Kelly, you're exactly right. That's Morton right. Lauridsen does have big bushy hair and a big mind. bushy beard. Yeah, great. Cool. Okay, that's great. So where is he from actually? He's actually American. Okay. Excellent. He's just got a Scandi name. Is so, he the leader of a group of gladiators? Not as far as I know, okay, but well, I don't want to definitively you know, rule that out. You might out. want to Google that just to make sure, because I do get a feeling about these things. Carry on. I need to do more research. I need to do my research on these from composers. The yeah, carry on. No, Morton Lauridsen is, uh, is an American composer. He's been around for ages and ages. I think he's 70-something now. He's still alive, still Ooh, composing. Still going. Good innings. Yeah, he's one of um, the most successful living American composers, really, actually. So he's won like a bunch of um, awards. Still just <laughs> a bunch of stuff no but like legit stuff he's won loads of grammys he's apparently the most frequently performed american contemporary choral composer like wow he's a big dog okay um and the piece that we're going to talk about today that we're going to listen to was written in 1994 so it's about 20 years old and it's called oh magnum mysterium yes. how's your school latin can you tell me what Cancilius that means est in horto Right, but what does O Magnum Mysterium mean? A massive magnum. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> 
No, it means, oh, great wonder, or like, oh, great mystery. Yeah. It's that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so we're moving from the slightly more visceral child murder of the last Sweet. piece. Sweet. <laughs> into a slightly more... Oh, oh my god, baby, Jesus is born. Whoa, that's so cool. Whoa. That's amazing. That's pretty much the entire that's vibe amazing. of this song. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much the entire vibe cool. of this piece. Um, let's launch straight into it. I mean, I just love that piece it's so, gorgeous. so much. Yeah. It's without a doubt, probably, in fact, probably like my favourite piece ever. We've had to stop ourselves from putting it on the podcast like five times Many already. a time. <laughs> so good. But what did you think? I think there are 13 Santas in Iceland. No, no. Each leaving gifts no. for children. Uh, no, seriously, this is mental. Um, there are 13 <laughs> Santas in Iceland and they come down from mountains one by one starting on December 12th and have names like Spoon Licker, Door Sniffer and Meat Hook. 
These I, sounds like they sound like porn star names. I opened my heart to you about my favorite piece in the world, <laughs> and you hit me with door. We'll get there, but first, um, I actually I, no, I was chatting to my Finnish colleague the other day at work. Wait, is this another fact? Oh yeah, and oh. Um, there's a thing in in Finland. Should I just go? It's like no stay. Um, it's <laughs> called a Christmas goat, or rather. Yulebok. 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 Right. Um, now, tell this isn't any goat. This isn't any old goat curry. So, um, basically, it was an evil Christmas goat. Um, stories what? include, there was a young girl dancing at midnight with a straw Yule goat, only to suddenly find that the goat had somehow turned into Satan, and she was uh, literally just having a dance with, with Satan. Satan. Um, Is- another story, just wait. There was a boy who... Uh, dressed up as the traditional Yule goat, but then found himself immediately whisked away to the netherworlds by Satan. And more importantly, um, the Yule goat basically came to young children on Christmas Day slash Eve and like made them give him presents or maybe punished them slash ate them. <laughs> ate the Yule them, Bok made the kids give, give, give him presents. presents. That's so funny. Dark. Now he's actually a nice goat. Oh, I mean, I, I can't imagine why. Reverse. Yeah. Um, anyway, I love this song. No, seriously, I, I as, as Chris says, like, we talk about this all the time, like way too much. And um, I don't even remember what piece it was anymore. <laughs> yeah. All I can think about no, is Yule I, Bok. I've got to say though, like, you know how when you're on the way to work, or, you know, you're shuffling through your songs and you're mm. like, oh, I hate everything. Yeah. I don't think I've ever skipped this song. No, me When it comes actually. to I'm, I'm pretty much always in the mood for it. Yeah. One aspect of this that I really enjoy is that, like, as opposed to the rather more visceral child murderingness of the previous piece. bad. <laughs> bad. Um, this one, quite often people write about Lauridson that he's quite like a, a mystical composer, if that makes sense. Like a Dumbledore. Nailed it in one. That's Got exactly it. what I was trying mm. to go for. Mm. No, that, but sort of that it's sort of not really of this world. It's like it's a very... Yeah, it's like a It's ethereal. very like religious, very like metaphysical yeah, writing, if that sure. doesn't sound too sort of like yeah. pompous. No, no. Um, yeah, and I just think it's, it's so... Like wonderfully poignant and poetic, and the I mean the lyrics. The, the reason why this is what a, is a he saying? Piece. Oh, what a massive magnum! Yeah. I love the chocolate. I ones. like almonds, 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 almonds. Potato, potato. I'll take it. This is actually a really common ecclesiastical text um, used by lots of people, including if you remember from the last episode, our old pal William Bird. Oh, how could I forget? How could you forget? Yeah, um, yep. yeah it's talking about. No, oh, baby Jesus. Wow, my God, that's so cool. It's baby Jesus. So people coming to admire the baby after he's just born. Yeah. Um, Looks like an old man. <laughs> does he? he looks Babies like do baby. look like old men. Continue. Yeah. Oh, because they're like wrinkly, yeah. smushed face. Yeah. Got you, yeah. got you. Yeah, and it's just this sort of sense of awe and wonder that is it's quite hard to describe how he does it. Mm. And I don't really know, otherwise I'd be a famous composer. He probably just looked at a ton of babies. He's like, mm, what, what chord does this baby <laughs> yeah, make me think exactly. of? exactly. That sounds like a good idea. You're welcome for the insider <laughs> secret listeners. That's Thanks. exactly how they do it. Um, yeah, it's just mystical and beautiful Amazing. and wonderful. And and listen to the whole thing is what it. we just, strongly suggest. Just don't not listen to it. Yeah, and enjoy. That classical podcast. That classical podcast. Next! <laughs> it happened. Um, we're going to talk about a British lad, actually, called oh, Gerald... British lad. A British lad, what, mate? Um, called Gerald Finzi. Mm-hmm. Do you know him? 
I do. I know him. He was um, sort of a contemporary of Edward Elgar, wasn't he? They're around about the same yes. time. Yes, I think Elgar was a bit older. He was like an old old man. Yeah, he was, but, yeah, um, he was already like There was some crossover, I think, because yeah. Finzi was born in 1901. Um, so, yeah, they were around. Sort of turn of the century. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, yeah, Finzi had quite a sort of tragic life. And in a way, that is kind of reflected... I think in his music a little bit, but yeah. just I think in the kind of thoughtfulness of it, weirdly. Okay, and so we've been full of Christmas joy and Christmas. <laughs> all of the last pieces. I honestly think have been very sad and like reflective. We start off with Tchaikovsky, be like, yep, <laughs> but come on, I think you need some, you need some variety and you need some balance, <laughs> some and light and some shade, not but Christmas. We, but, but I think this one, I chose this one because um, it was really, really beautiful mm. and. It does, it, it's gorgeous and it is Christmassy and it is, you know, not. it's not sad when you listen to it, but it's okay. not necessarily like... <laughs> What's it called? And, Put us out of our misery. Right, so it's called In Terror Pax. What does that mean? It means peace on earth. You're so good at Latin. I am the Latin goddess. <laughs> Chris studied Latin for years, let's just say that. Um, she didn't know what that meant. She's cutting the podcast I, to pretend she knows more edit, Latin than she does. Now listen, shut up. Um, so what I really liked about this um, was that the story behind the piece is that Finzi, sort of in his youth, mm. climbed a church spire on a hill between Cheltenham and Gloucester um, when he was probably quite drunk one night <laughs> okay um a sort of a freezing cold christmas eve actually i think yeah. it was and um the sound of the midnight bells on christmas eve and the top of this church spire oh. really like literally resonated Sweet. um in him and then 30 years later he wrote this piece That's so, sweet. so i think this okay. moment i i i wanted to play it because i just think it's a, such a beautiful moment that yeah. he's writing from yeah. and it is christmassy and it is you know quite Full of joy, but also just makes you makes you think a bit. So let's yes. just have a listen.
man. Um, so tell me a bit more about the story behind that. So you said it was the like yeah. a young man climbing mm. up on Christmas Eve. Yeah, I mean, I, it's it really it made it gave me feels because he um, so he wrote this in 1954, mm. and recently I believe he had just been diagnosed with leukemia mm. or Hodgkin's disease, I think. And um, so really, it was he was writing about an evening 30 years before when he was a young lad and clearly he remembered it so clearly and what you know it really just it he you know remembered it so fondly it's it's really like poignant and nostalgic it makes me feel like i'm there like like looking out across like frosty fields and you know and 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 we were saying weren't we that it almost felt quite cinematic and and quite Mm. film musicy yeah yeah. um and yeah just gorgeous wasn't it it's really beautiful, yeah. It's it's um it's interesting here that it's sort of like related, well, in my mind at least, to quite a lot of sort of English music at that time. So we mentioned Elgar before, but also it sounds a lot like Vaughan Williams, but then I guess mm. like you said, it's quite filmic, so it's taking yeah. influences from that as well. Because yeah. obviously films were becoming a thing in the yeah. 50s. <laughs> That's but, true. Um <laughs> Yeah, it's this amazing like amalgamation of like quite modern writing for the time but also Very. nostalgic looking back at his yeah. youth and then when you know all the personal story yeah, behind exactly. it yeah oh it's beautiful and all, yeah it, it, it's sort of it's it's got hope in it you know yeah. what i mean like it's yeah. kind of it's it's sad but it's hopeful and yeah just really gorgeous and you know it is christmasy the lyrics christmasy mm. and everyone has a different kind of christmas eve across the world so exactly. i think it's important to include some <laughs> some some different ones yeah sorry and... not to bring any funnies on this section guys. No, but, you know, that, that's okay i think sometimes um so listen to the whole thing it's it's a really beautiful choral and sort of orchestral piece mm. and yeah it's it's worth a listen for sure all i want for christmas is an itunes review Please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Thank you very much for listening. We will see you next time. So there we go. That was our Christmas episode, Christ's everyone. Mass. Our I first hope you Christmas enjoyed. episode, yeah. First of many, hopefully. First of many, yeah. many, many. Yeah. Um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed. We're full of Christmas spirit. I we hope are. you are now too yes, as well. Yes, yes. Um, if you did enjoy the show, uh, please do have a look at us on all our social media channels. Kelly, what's our Twitter name? Did you know no. that before turkey, ah. the traditional Christmas meal in England was a pig's head and mustard? That's a very long Twitter name. <laughs> but disgusting. Now, our actual Twitter name is at that classical, right? <laughs> right? Yes. Okay, good. I don't know. Okay, I'm never letting Kelly introduce our social media again. Right, kids. Twitter at that classical, See, Instagram at that classical insta. That's it. We're that classical podcast on Facebook. You can email us at that classical email at gmail.com. You can. you can find us on SoundCloud. We're on iTunes. We're everywhere. And if you do happen to be on iTunes, if you give us a little five Christmas star review. As you may have heard from the jingle preceding this segment. Um, we'd be really, really appreciative. We absolutely this time of year we should thank all of our listeners everyone who's reviewed mm. us we massively appreciate that so thank you so much and um we promise that we'll we'll keep on doing these episodes for you and if you have any suggestions for any episodes you want to hear in the new year tell us absolutely we'd be more than happy to to fulfill your christmas wish so um <laughs> have a merry christmas everyone and a glorious new year happy christmas and everyone we'll see you in 2017 bye bye <laughs>